back to this episode of Misleading. As you may already know, misleading is a bit of a play on words. The first part, miss, is about showing young girls that they can be leaders. And misleading as a whole is because oftentimes men are seen as leaders, even though a woman outranks them. So this podcast is all about changing the norm on how we see leaders to include women. Today we're here with Trisha Reese. Hi. Hi, Esty. Trisha Oh, of course. <laughs> Trisha Reese is Director of Clinical Site Partnership with Gilead Sciences. So, are you ready to get into the interview? I am ready. First, how did you pick out your outfit today? Um, how did I pick out my outfit today? Well, I think I wanted to make sure I was business professional. So for the interview with you, but generally it's just, uh, I think how I'm feeling. Sometimes it depends on the weather or it just feels like the mood of what fashion sense I'm sometimes a little bit more, you know, funkier, sometimes <laughs> a little bit more casual depends on my mood and obviously the function as well. So today was comfort as well as being somewhat professional as well to meet with you today. Mm, thank you. <laughs> All right, so let's get right into the questions. First, what's your role and how do you lead? So my role is uh, what the, the role is director of clinical site partnership. So I work in clinical operations for a large biopharma company called Gilead Sciences. It's a global company, but their headquarters is based in the Bay Area. Mm. Um, and so what my role is, I lead a team of individuals that have direct uh, connectivity and relationships with our clinical sites that are enrolling in our clinical trials for us. In essence, bringing in patients to introduce new medicines to better lives of individuals. Um, specifically, I work in oncology. And so my team works with these clinical sites to ensure um, we have a relationship with them directly as a sponsor. Uh, to ensure that they are successful in recruiting to our trials, successful in their patients. Ultimately, it's all about the patients. Mm -hmm. um, so my team ultimately is those that have the relationships with our clinical sites. Okay, thank you. And so how do I lead? You asked me that. Yes. Um, so I believe in hiring strong individuals um, that can lead the way themselves. So um, finding diverse individuals, um, but developing in their strengths. So I'm all about encouragement and um, developing people in their strengths and moving forward, but I'm all about finding the right people that can drive and deliver on their own, but as a team. So it's a cross team function, but um, I'm all about encouragement positivity and individualization so <laughs> great that's good so did you see yourself where you are now when you were 15 years old certainly not um <laughs> and I say that in a sense that I think it's really difficult to know where you want to be at certain ages right it's all about evolution but I will have to say that life is practice right so life you're practicing who you want to be so I think, you know, as you look at someone being at 15, it's, you know, you can practice a lot of those behaviors early about being dependent or being kind. Um, so I think that is something that you can evolve and evolve into who you become as an adult. But as a career wise, I don't think I really knew what direction I wanted to go into until probably post-college, to be honest, Esty. So I, I knew I always had a love for sciences, but 
I think as things evolved, but um, I, I grew into that capacity. But at 15, I was really still into um, sports and I knew what I enjoyed. Um, but I think, again, it's my advice is just life is practice, right? So practice who you want to be. Okay. You kind of already answered our next question, but so that was good. So what advice would you give to your younger self? So I would say, um, well, and this has nothing to do with leading, but the one thing I would say was wear sunscreen. Um, that's a big one. But in a sense of um, other advice, I think, you know, having courage and having um, just the confidence to know who you are and be okay with being different. I think a lot of times, you know, young kids want to fit in the norm and there's that, um, that feeling of being uncomfortable if you are unique or genuine. And I, I would say to my young self is to be confident in who you are and being authentic and genuine because that is what the world needs. And when you become an adult, those are the people that lead well um, and not kind of conforming to the norm of things. So I would say be confident uh, in myself and how I was different and to have that strength. Um, but I think the, the other capacity too is just, uh, I think I probably could have extended, um, you know, a lot more behaviors of kindness and, um, and just being a little bit more driven academically as well. I think I would have probably pushed myself a little harder in that capacity as well. Okay, so confidence is key. Confidence is key, yes. <laughs> All right, so are you ready for our rapid fire question segment? I hope so. All right, what's your favorite beverage? So I would say my favorite beverage in the morning is my green tea, um, and then throughout the day, I. I am really good about drinking a lot of water, but I put some special green um, powders in there. So um, it kind of gives me the greens throughout the day for good digestion. So those are probably my two favorite beverages. <laughs> so if you had your own boat or yacht, what would you name it? That's a good question. So um, I would say, um, I love Greek mythology and I just love Greek um, culture as well. So maybe Kalasini, um, which Ooh. is a Greek word for kindness, but spelled Ooh. out in Greek letters, not in American versions. So. Oh, that's interesting. That's really <laughs> I have no idea what I would name a boat if I had one. I was going to say, yeah, what would you name yours? I can't think of a thing. I mean, I might name it after myself, but that'd be a little bit... No, but you've got such a leading name, Esty, so I think you should, yeah. Maybe I could. That'd be Esty, or the Esther, it. yes. Would you do Esty or Esther? I don't know. That's going to be a hard one, but probably Esther. It seems more like it's a boat name. Yep, I like it. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes, I know. I, I would love to um, come a sail. Yes. <laughs> so, what was your childhood nickname? My childhood nickname is Dish. So um, it started in high school from my best friend's uh, brother called me Trish the Dish, Dish, and um, it's carried through and into adulthood. So um, I actually like it, so. Me too, I like it. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so 
if your house was going to be destroyed and you could only save three things, what would they be? Um, well, things, or I would say first, uh, my daughter, Alania, my two cats would probably be the three things I would save because everything else material wise could be replaced. So I, I'd say maybe my laptop, but now all my pictures are uploaded on the cloud now. So, but um, you can't replace, you know, human life or mm-hmm. animal life. So those <laughs> are my three things. Oh, okay. I was thinking about this question myself and I definitely, yeah. I didn't think I didn't take it to that level. I didn't even think about that. I was just assuming my siblings could, yeah. could get out on their own, but. Well, that's true. I mean, I'm hoping that, yes, they, they would, but um, that would be, you know, my thing first to make sure that they were out. But um, what, what would your three things that you, outside of everyone else got out of the house, what did you choose? Okay, I chose my notebook. I can actually okay. show it to you. I yeah. got it from Target a year ago, and I love it. I take all my notes in it. What do you put in there? What are your notes? All like- of my notes from every single meeting I go to are in this. Oh, I even have some entries. I have some dreams I had in here. Oh, I love it. See, I love that you're putting things down, because I think um, that's one thing I think that does kind of, kind of put a vision or kind of bringing things to um, to fruition is putting things down and documenting them, right? And then believing them and manifesting it, right? So yeah. I love that you're doing that at such a young age already. Um, I, I, again, think um, you've always had such great passion and everything. So I, I love, you know, just every capacity of how you're thinking and what you're doing with this podcast as well. So thank you so much. That's nice. (laughs) My second thing would probably have to be my planner. It's ginormous and it's like everything's in here. So gotta stay scheduled. Gotta stay, yeah, organized. (laughs) Yeah. And then this lotion, because I love it. And (laughs) I would hate to buy a new one. And that's all. Those are my okay, well, hopefully all three of those things are close together, it looks like, on your desk. So. No, they are. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so those are all the questions I have for you today. Great. Thank you so much for coming on. I had so much fun, and I know everybody will love this interview. Thanks for having me again, Esty. appreciate it. It's always a pleasure, and it was fun as well. Okay, bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening.